0: comes to mind is, everybody's got a hungry heart. You know that song? Everybody's got a hungry heart. Right? It's true. There's truth in that song. We have a hungry heart. That's why we gather around this table of sacrifice. We hunger not just for food You know, apples, bananas, pears, steak, mashed potatoes, green beans, chocolate, whatever. We don't just hunger for those kinds of foods because we have a body and a soul. So we have to look at our souls and say, well, what is my soul hungry for? And it's important, just as it isn't important to feed my body, it's important to feed our souls. Because we have a soul and our souls are immortal, and our souls need to be fed. If you don't eat, you get weak. Did you ever hear that joke? Um, seven days without prayer makes one week. Did you get it? W-E-A-K, weak. Seven days without prayer makes one week. W-E-A-K, okay? Waiting for that final laugh out here. <laughs> so, when we don't pray, we get weak. Because it's through prayer... That God feeds us with the vitamins of grace, heavenly graces. You can't see, you know, when you go out into the sun, nobody can see vitamin D going in. Look, 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 there's vitamin D going into my skin. You guys see it? You can't see it, nor can you see grace. But when you go out into the sun, we do know that the sun does emit a vitamin D, and we know that we receive vitamins from the sun, right? Our, our, it's good for us. And we know that when we're here in the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, we receive grace, vitamins, strength. God is right now pouring out tremendous amounts of light into this church. You know, the image of the Divine Mercy, the blood and water, the rays, the luminous rays that come from His pierced heart. Well, from the heart of Jesus, which is the Eucharist, He's pouring out light into this church right now. And you are all receiving these vitamins from Jesus, these spiritual graces for your family, for your friends, for your relationships, for everything. And so, we have a hungry heart. We have a hungry soul. And we come before the Lord here as hungry people. And we hunger as the Lord says. And if we don't eat, we get weak. And if we don't eat long enough, we die. So the Lord says to here, He says, This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. The bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. God is giving Himself as food for our souls. Spiritual food. Strength. And so, And I mentioned this maybe before, but on my website there's a video of the Eucharist. These next number of Sundays, we're going to have a lot of scriptures on the Eucharist, the true presence of the Eucharist. Jesus as truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And on my website, there's a one hour video on Eucharistic miracles that attest to the validity of what we believe. God just doesn't say that I'm truly present here. But He says, through miracles, I'm affirming what you believe. So I invite you to watch that video throughout these next number of weeks. Take some time, break it up, whatever, 15 minutes here and there. Watch that video. It's going to strengthen your faith and devotion to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And this is the source and summit of our whole faith. This is where we draw strength, to live life as God intended it to be lived. This is where we worship Him. And what is worship? It's not how much God I get. Worship is how much God gets of me. Right? Worship's not how much of God we get. Worship's how much God gets of us. So when you come into the church, what do we do? We genuflect to acknowledge the presence of the living Jesus here in the Eucharist, truly present, no different than when he walked the earth. He's truly present here. And he's present in this church and he's pouring out healing graces to all of us. If you believe the sun emits vitamins, it's not much more of a step to believe that Jesus emits graces from his heart for you to grow and live life as he intended it to be lived. So as we come into church, genuflect, acknowledge our Lord, our healer, the divine physician that knows our ills, our ailments. What do we need to be healed from? What do we do? We take some time to be silent. We kneel, we sit, whatever we're able to do. And we take some time to prepare for the Mass. We prepare for Mass. And why do we do that? Because see, if worship is how much God gets of me, then I need to know what's going on inside of me. How do you give someone something you don't know? To give yourselves to God, you have to pay attention to yourself. An important part of prayer is silence. In silence, you can hear. You pay attention to what you're feeling right now as I'm speaking. You are feeling something right now. Jesus wants you to give Him that feeling and lay it on the altar. You're thinking something right now. Wherever your minds are, whether it's distractions, focused, whatever you're going through in up here, That's part of your worship. Bring it onto the altar. Your bodies. Aches, pains, headaches. Whatever you're going through. Sickness, illness. That's part of your worship. You bring it and lay it on the altar here. So you bring all all that you are. Why do we call it the passion of Christ? Because He's passionately in love with you. And He wants you to respond with a passion for Him. Passionately give yourself, body, mind, soul, emotions, aches and pains, everything, you lay it on the altar. How much of God will you give today of yourselves? How much of yourself will you give to God today? That's the question of worship. What is worship? How much of God are you going to... How much are you going to give yourself to God today, Here. It takes trust to give yourself to someone else. Jesus, I trust in you. It takes trust for a couple, a woman to say to a man, take my life. I trust you with it. It takes trust for a man to say to the woman, I give my life to you in marriage. Got to be a little crazy to give yourself to another person. You got to be a little bit bold, huh? God is trustworthy. He's safe. He's perfectly capable of receiving you. But you have to make that choice, each of us do, to give ourselves to Him daily, weekly, every moment. And to give ourselves to Him, we have to be silent. See if we don't give ourselves away we get very lonely we get very lonely when we don't give ourselves away we get lonely cuz we're made to give ourselves away but you can't give yourself away if you're always doing something cuz you don't know who you are you don't know where you are you don't know what's going on inside of you so that's why you know the All the time texting. What are we doing when we do that? We're always going out, running from our hearts. Why are we afraid of ourselves? What do we do when we, you know, rather watch TV than pray? Why don't we want to pray? Because we're afraid of ourselves. We're afraid we might not be received if we give ourselves. Why do we turn to all these different forms of pleasure? Because we are in pain from not giving ourselves health in healthy ways to people in our daily lives. In your marriages, after years of marriage, you know, number of years, you can stop giving yourselves to each other. You need to give your hearts to each other in marriage. For any relationship to work, it needs to be a giving and receiving, an exchange of love, a giving of persons. It masks the person you are focused on is Jesus. And He's here with open arms, waiting for the gift of yourself. And that's scary. Let's admit it. You're being invited to radically sign your life away uh, today. You're invited to sign your life away to Jesus. Totally, totally give everything over to him. Some of us can do that now, some of us can't. If you can't give your life to Jesus 100%, welcome to the human. Welcome to the human race. That's what sin is. I don't trust God enough yet to give myself to Him. And I'm going to have pain because of that. Heartache. My heart is hungry to be received by another. There's only one person that can receive us with love. It's Jesus. So He comes to us as the bread of life to feed our hungry hearts, to be present. And you know, just to, uh, to close, take some time this week to go visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Take some time to go and visit Him. If this is God, if this is God, why is there not a line miles out the chapel? Think about it. If this is God we're receiving here at Mass, there we would have to there wouldn't be stadiums big enough for church what 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 see these are questions what's going on what's going on inside of us what's going on in the human race what's going on in our world today what's going on around us this is god do you understand that no do you believe that i hope you wouldn't be here I would assume, if you didn't believe, that's Jesus. What's going on inside of you? You want that to be God. We hope it's God. We desire it's God. We know it's God. We believe it's God. He tells us, I am the bread of life. I'm truly present here. Take some time to go and visit Jesus. He'll give you the peace that you need for this next week, for this next day. Take some time. Fifteen minutes, ten minutes, on the way home from work. Pull into the parking lot. Go into the chapel and take some time to pray. Be with Jesus. He'll feed our hungry hearts. And if you do that faithfully, I guarantee you, you will start to experience God in ways you haven't thus far. But to do what I'm telling you, you've got to trust and believe that that's really God. And if you trust and believe that's really God and you do as I tell you to do, you'll start to find your heart being filled with peace and healing and love and relationship. If everyone would just go and visit Jesus every week, every day for a little bit, our world would be different. If you all would just choose to go in there and visit him for 15 20 minutes a day, just visit him. I mean, we spend that time watching TV. It goes 15 minutes goes like that. So again, the issue isn't the issue isn't getting here. The issue is not being here. The issue is right here going on inside of me that keeps me away from silence that keeps me away from being with him in the Eucharist what keeps me away from giving more of myself to Jesus why am I running we all got to ask these questions I run you run we all have our ways of running so we come to the bread of life try me try it try what I'm telling you give it a shot Do it every day. And what you're going to do is you're going to soak in those divine graces, those vitamins. And you're going to start walking out of this chapel, and you're going to start wondering, I have peace, and I shouldn't have peace right now. Because based on prior experience, I never had this kind of peace. Why do I got peace now? Because Jesus is ministering His love to our hungry hearts. And then next time you come to Mass... You'll have a whole new deeper love and appreciation for Jesus in the blessed sacrament. And you'll want to give yourselves more and more and more to Him. And the more we give ourselves to Him, the more peace we have. And so when you come up to communion today, you're going to receive God. But I would say more importantly, God is receiving you. You're going to hold God, but more importantly, God is holding you at communion time. So when you go back to your pew, I want you to use your imagination and imagine yourself as a little baby in God's arms. Imagine yourself as a little baby in God's arms at communion and let God love you. Let Him have His way with you. Let Him be God, Abba, Father, Healer, Deliverer, Peace-Giver. Let Him be that. And we're all going to have a little bit of hard time doing that. So I want you to trust Jesus' love for you. Don't limit Him. He has more to give you. He has peace. He has strength. He has things to give. He has gifts to give to every one of us here. So it's a sacrifice to let God love us. Because it's not easy to die to those fears, those lies, those doubts, all the other things. Some of us believe lies right now that we don't even know we believe because we're living in the lie. If you're not excited to be here at church, there's lies in your heart. If you're not excited to pray, there's lies in your heart. If you're not excited to be in silence with Jesus, there's lies in your heart. If you're not excited to go to confession and give yourself to God, there's lies in your heart. Bottom line, that's truth. We all struggle with lies that we don't even know we have in us that are keeping us from experiencing the fullness of life. But the only way those lies are like splinters going to be pulled out of our hearts is if we come and let the Divine Physician do that work. I can't do that for you all. You can't do that for me. We can help each other do what? Sit in front of Jesus and let Jesus do that work in us. Pull out a splinter. Next week, He pulls out another splinter. The next week, He pulls out another splinter. The next week, He pulls out another He starts to free us. But you have to trust His work in you, with you, and for you, and through you. And that's why we gather here this morning. Because we all have hungry hearts for healing, we're hungry for peace, we're hungry for silence, quiet, love. And so we ask God this morning to let us taste and see His goodness as our psalm says, that we can allow the Lord to love us. So let Jesus hold you. Let Him love you, let Him heal you.
1: Respond to your invitation. We remain.